This August the 14th Picks Edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest for the $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code SGPN for a $20 off. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, the, bear with me, 13th of August. Uh, and we are here with a little card for Monday, August the 14th. Now, Megan and Dylan often do world record Sunday night podcasts because there's only two of us and it's often a short card. However, uh, tonight might be um, a proper sprint because it's nine-game card. We've only got four games on the board and it is a two-man show as well. Um, so this could be rapid, people. Uh, joining me is Mr. Lonte Smith. Lonte, how are you doing, man? Not bad, man. Uh, had a decent week, uh, so looking to build on that. Had a rough day today with the Nats oh. and the Marlins coming back to to take leads off of the Yankees and the A's. But uh, other than that, man, I can't complain. Had a decent week. Going to look to build on that going into um, into this card. Yeah, I looked at the, the numbers on tally site yesterday and you were flying, absolutely flying. You were something like 40 and 20 or 42 and 20 or something like that. Yeah, um, man, it's been pretty good. Yeah, razor sharp. And then tonight, just look at these box scores of these two games you've lost on. Mate, I don't know how you're still standing. So, no, yeah, me either. <laughs> there is. From your, uh, you and Barry's uh, MLS pick. Well, not MLS, I'm sorry, but the football picks. <laughs> They've been yeah. they, they've been keeping me afloat, man. Oh, have you been have you been tailing as well? Yeah, man, always. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, we um yeah, the Premier League show was hot. Holy shit, it was hot. Um so Dylan's on his way to City Field tonight um with extra um beer money because he made a few picks. And I was just saying before we started, you can always tell when you're running hot when you start getting a few DMs off people that you never really talk to. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh, hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, have you got any picks for Sunday? <laughs> um, so we did really well. Like, But um, Dylan's saying he's going for a few beers tonight. Um, that is Dylan, if there's any beer left, because I drank it all yesterday. So there might not be any. Um, what's wrong with you American people? Do you have something called a pickleback? Do you know what this is, Londy? Yeah, pickleback shot. It's where you take a shot and... Uh, yeah, you chase, it, you chase it with pickle juice. Yeah, I'm What's not a fan of about? it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it, but I mean, I've heard people uh, do it. Uh, my girlfriend actually, I think she does it, but okay. I don't know what the, I don't know what the significance is behind it. Um, I guess it goes really well with whiskey. Also, I, I drink whiskey, but I rather it I rather it be straight instead of pickle. I'm, I'm not a big fan of pickles or pickle juice. Well, we found like a, a blues bar yesterday, sort of downstairs in some basement. I didn't even know it was there. We found it was a a uh, couple of people playing guitar singing. It was really good. And then Big Dom got a round of these picklebacks in. Apparently, it's the electrolytes in the pickle juice, which is supposed to be good for your hangover. Um, oh, that's yeah, what he yeah, tells that me. Works. Yeah, that works. That works. Yeah. Well, well, it hasn't worked because I've been on death. <laughs> Look at the state of me. I, I haven't put my ring light on tonight because I don't need to subject the people just to how rough I look. I mean, I had a shave 
So I've got a face like a dropless onion, um, which I'm not happy about. And I've not been, uh, I'm not in good, I've not been in a good way today due to the old picklebacks. Yeah, I was still, I was bouncing around town at like quarter to two this morning, uh, which for a man of my age, absolutely should not be doing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but those two, what, the, the Nationals scored six runs in the bottom of the ninth to beat the A's. Right, right. And the Marlins scored five runs in the bottom of the ninth to beat the Yankees. And you're telling me you lost on both of those? Both of those. Um, luckily, I had the um, the first five for um, for for Garrett Cole, and oh, okay. that 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 was a little bit of a you know uh, a little bit of help. But I had more on the full game because I figured. I mean, I figured Cole would dominate, which he did. But I wasn't expecting the Marlins to come back. Especially, I mean, the Yankees they do have you know their struggles, but their bullpen's been always pretty consistent. And uh, yeah, they just couldn't put it together tonight or today. So, yeah, that hurt, man. That hurt a lot. Um, I forgot what I was going to say there. I'm sorry. I'm absolutely away with the fairies today. Um, who's in the chat tonight? Uh, TVDBJ. Um, he's tailed us up with picks as well. Um, he's also telling us a tequila and pickle juice chase. There is a Puerto Rican hooker, uh, which is nice. Um, Slick Rick. Um, second time tonight. Rick, how are you doing? Uh, Daryl, new name for me. Uh, Daryl Tainer. Tell you what would have won tonight, Lonte. Oakland first five. Man, why have you messing with the system? Uh, they've done it again. So, tomorrow, um, like I say, short card, only nine games. As it stands, only four on the board. I've got picture. I'm only missing one picture. I'm missing a picture for Atlanta. Uh, so, we can kind of take you through games and we can give some leans. But, yeah, we're going to be a little bit short um, of plays, but not an awful lot we can do about that. Um, I'm going to tell you first about our... New sponsor here. We've got a new sponsor, Game Time. Uh, and Game Time's business is tickets, um, which can be a pretty stressful business, really. I've had nothing but trouble buying my... Uh, the, the, the new system for, for the season tickets at Newcastle. And if you want to transfer it, like, from my dad to my son, it's a, it's a proper pain in the arse. It's a really stressful thing to do. I had a similar for the MLB London series. Uh, that Cubs cards, the tickets were were really expensive, but just difficult to sort out. Um, and really, it doesn't need to be that stressful. And that is where game time um, come in now. Game time is a really fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, theatre, um, anything that you're interested in. Game time have the tickets. They've got killer deals on last minute tickets um, and the best price guarantee as well. Uh, so you can stop stressing over the tickets. Start getting hyped over the fun that you have. Um, I know a lot of people around the network um, in America have used uh, Game Time and are really impressed uh, with the with with the service that they've had. Uh, flash deals, last minute tickets. It's easy to use to find and buy the tickets that you want. That low price guarantee is a nice little safety net as well. So you can forget planning months in advance. Uh, Game Time's got deals on football tickets, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theatre and more, and you get the game time guarantee, which means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket nap in the country. For a reason, you'll get your tickets in a matter of seconds, um, and the tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, Use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. 
terms apply. So create an account, redeem the cost, uh, redeem the code, sorry, SGPN, $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guarantee. Tomorrow, 6.40, Eastern first pitch, Houston Astros, Miami Marlins. Uh, two lefties on the mound. It is Framba Valdez for Houston. It is Braxton Garrett for Miami. Uh, minus 148 on the Astros, plus 130 on the Marlins. Total, I've seen seven and a half and an eight. Um, Houston were rolling, uh, looking really strong lately. Altuve, Tucker, um, hitting well. And then I think they ran it. They dropped one to the Angels tonight, unless the Angels did something terrible in the last few minutes. Uh, before yeah, nah, we they came lost. On yeah, they, they lost yeah. two to one. Yeah, two to one. Um, yeah, because the, the Astros were on a little bit of a roll here. Um, Fran Valdez, a bit of a head scratcher. He's been quite hittable lately. Um, he he's had one good start, but the four around that, he's given up six, six, four, and five earned runs. Those games have had a lot of runs in them as well. 13, 18, 10, and 25 in four of the last five games that he's been involved in. Braxton Garrett's been decent. Um, he's 6-3 and three on the year with a 4-8 ERA. Um, his last three have been good. Miami have won all of those as well. I mean, it just this was really hard to take aside. Um, Miami at home at 10 games over 500. Houston on the road at 10 games over 500. Um, it was all a little bit complicated for me. I was delighted when I saw seven and a half as a total. I absolutely think this can go over. Like I say, Valdez has been uh, contributing a lot towards that. And Houston can hit anyone. Uh, Braxton Garrett is okay, but he won't hold too many fears. Um, if you can find a seven and a half, I'd take the over on that every day of the week, Lanty. Yeah, I agree with you on the over. Uh, yeah, for Embers, his, his struggles do kind of concern me. I- uh, originally, before he went on this little, I think the five games that you listed off, um, I was kind of like banging a drum that he had been pitching better than his record indicated. He just wasn't getting the kind of run support. I think that was when Houston had hit a wall offensively. But now I think offensively they've been, you know, on a tear outside of today. Um, they've seven plus runs in four of the last six. That's including today. Um, they're 35 and, and 20, 30, 35 and 25 on the road. I mean, I think the offense can carry him. You mentioned Garrett. I mean, he's not. He's not bad. He's not good. I don't really, you know, I don't think he'll matter too much. I mean, Houston, he's left. He's pretty well. Um, despite Framber's struggles, I think I think Houston can get it here. I thought they were cheap all weekend against the Angels. I mean, they were laying like 140, 150. I mean, I thought that was low. Even today, I mean, I thought it was kind of low. Um, and they just couldn't – the bats couldn't get going. But, again, I think they'll bounce back here in Miami, uh, and I think they'll get the win. So, I, I pretty much – I'll lay it with, uh, with Framber. Probably look at him on a run line for more bang for the book here. Um, okay. 7-10 Eastern next up is the Pittsburgh Pirates at the New York Mets. Um, this is one that's off the board. Uh, Pittsburgh officially TBD, but I've seen Quinn Priester uh, listed all day for Pittsburgh. Carlos Carrasco yep. is going yep. for the New York Mets. Um, so, yeah, no lines, unfortunately. Obviously, these, uh, I think New York are playing later on this evening, the game Dylan's going to, so that would contribute to that as well. Um, but what are your thoughts on this one, Lonte? Um, Probably going to go with another over here. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh, they look good in the June series when they played each other. Obviously, two different teams. They won two of three. Um, they outscored the Mets 17 to 13. And, I mean, both pitchers have been giving up runs. Priester has problem with walks. Um, he's had three plus in three of his last five. We've got a 20 to 15 uh, K to walk ratio, so that's not, that's not too good. 
Um, four plus earned runs in four of his last five starts. Uh, Carrasco's allowed five earned in three of his last four starts. He's been getting hit uh, pretty hard offense by offenses. I mean, eight plus hits in three of those four games. Uh, he did pitch well against uh, Pittsburgh back in the June matchup, two earned runs allowed. But, I mean, again, I don't trust either pitcher to settle down and, and get any outs. Pittsburgh's been pretty hot lately to the over. Eight of the last ten have went over. The Mets are right at 500. But against Priester with his walk issues, I think they'll be able to score a few runs here. So I like the over. If I had to lean, I'd lean with the Mets first five. Um, but I wouldn't play them full game. I just don't trust them to win a full game right now. Yeah, that's the, the, the huge issue, really, is under what circumstances can you back or would you back the New York Mets to win a game of baseball at the moment? Um, I think we've seen over the last... The doubleheader, actually, yesterday, that um, it's really just given you the, how far behind the Atlanta Braves. I mean, they had one game that was a complete blowout, 21-3, to and then in the other game, they got shut out, and that really tells you everything you know. The Mets, at the minute, are so far checked out on this season... Um, it's unbelievable what we expected from what they've become. Um, and with Carrasco on the mound, so again, you don't want to take the Mets particularly, and you certainly don't want to take Carrasco. Um, Prista, he's been all right. Um, I think he's got potential. But I think in any circumstances here, you'd have to take Pittsburgh. I think we'll probably... What would you make these lines, Lunty, if if I had to pressure you now? Sorry to put you on the spot. No, no, it's cool. Uh I would probably say let me let me look and see. I would say probably Mets. I mean, just because Carrasco is at home and he pitched well in the first. I would say like Mets, like one fifty maybe. Really, you see? Yeah, wow. I say Mets one fifty. I mean, simply because they're at home, and I mean, I know that they're they haven't been playing well. But maybe, I mean, maybe that's a little bit too high. But I think Priester, he just his walk his walk issues. He's been fine, like. As far as soon as he set when he settles down, but yeah, he's got to get settled down. And I mean, he got rocked uh, in his last start. Uh, he got rocked, uh, and I think he walked like four guys there too. So that's the main issue. I mean, if I mean the the Mets, they do swing, they do have a lot of swing and misses. But mm-hmm. I think some of his some of his balls are not like hip. They're not even like close to being in the strike zone. So it's just automatic walks. So that's what I'm having a hard time. Uh, that's why I'm having a hard time trusting him. That's why I like the over because I feel like they'll, he'll put yeah. people on, and then you know, Pittsburgh's offense will be able to hit off Carrasco also. Yeah, that's it. If you if you're not interested in Pittsburgh, then the over is the way to do it. You're absolutely right. Um, but I'll take Pittsburgh here. Um, I'll be a little bit brave. Hopefully, um, if uh, I'll come to your book, Lonte, if he, if I can get a good price <laughs> on Pittsburgh by the end. Um, Rick pointing out the Pirates have got a better record than the Mets. I mean, absolutely incre- incredible. Uh, 7.20 Eastern first pitch is the New York Yankees at the Atlanta Braves. Completely off the board. There's no picture for the Braves at all. Clark Schmidt is listed for the Yankees. I have absolutely nothing else to tell you about this one. Lonte, have you got anything? Uh, No, but just take the Braves team total over against the Yankees. I mean, Smith's been fine, but the Yankees, I mean, the the Braves have scored 40 runs in their last five games. I mean, and they're going to be back at home. New York inconsistent. Atlanta team total over is probably the best. It, they'll be. I seen uh, Max Freed uh, going earlier, but then they took him off, so I'm not sure if they're like going to push him back a start. You know, because he's still coming back from his uh, from his injuries. They're kind of working his working him back slowly. But uh, if it is Freed, definitely will um, lay the run line with with uh, Atlanta. But team total over is probably the best bet you can make here. 
Yeah, that's a it's a safe, an absolutely safe option, and something that you you could point at now without seeing any lines or even knowing uh, what yep. pitch is going for Atlanta. But you'd you'd fancy him to pick up those the runs required to cash that against uh, Clark Schmidt. Yep, seven forty five Eastern. Is those darn Oakland Athletics, Lundy? Uh, they go to the St Louis Cardinals, where left-handed pitcher JP Sears uh, will take the ball for Oakland, and the Lizard Man Miles Mikolas. Mm-hmm. Goes for St. Louis, plus 180 on Oakland, minus 205 on St. Louis, total sitting at nine. Uh, Sears is two and eight, 423 ERA. Um, Nicholas, six and eight, 420 ERA. So similar records here. Um, Sears just missing out on those wins because of things like Oakland giving up six runs in the bottom of the ninth year against Washington tonight. Uh, Sears is reliable. Um, maybe a couple of earned runs, occasionally three or four, but his whip's generally good. Um, however, it is just, I mean, what a great example. I made my notes this afternoon before Oakland did what they'd done tonight. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> and that's the reason why it's so hard to take Oakland to win. Um, now, Miles Mickles has had two back-to-back decent starts. Um, however, St. Louis did lose both of those, 4-2 and 3-2. So they're still scuffling along. I don't like, I would never, I don't think I could trust Mikolas. I mean, it's certainly not at that price. You, no one should be backing Mikolas or the cards, really, at minus 205. Um, I promise you I didn't do this on purpose. It's not a running joke. Uh, the pick is Auckland first five. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with you there. I, I can't, yes. I can't, I can't imagine laying, laying anything over, over like this amount with, with Mikolas. I mean, he's better at home. Um, especially against below average offenses, but that, that number is ridiculous. I just can't lay it. I mean, Oakland's been – they hit a streak where they were playing well offensively, and now they just they, – they can't get it together. Um, they only scored over two earned runs once in the last five, and that's not including today because uh, they scored, uh, I think, four or five today. But, yeah, I just – I can't I can't trust St. Louis. Um, I, I got to – I'll take that first five. I mean, they did – they lost for me full game, but they did win the first five. So, I'll keep, yeah. I'll keep going to the well, man. Uh, man I, I like the first five also. Yeah, I love it, Lanty. Uh, 8.05 Eastern first pitch is the LA Angels at the Texas Rangers. Left-handed pitcher Patrick Sandoval goes for the Angels, and it is Mad Max Shears are going for Texas. Plus 145 for the Angels. Minus 175 for Texas, and a total is set at nine. Sandoval, uh, six and eight on the year, 386 ERA. Um, He's been really good lately. Um, A 186 ERA in his last five starts. That would include really good road starts at Atlanta and San Diego. He's got a good start at the Tigers thrown in there as well. Um, So he's been holding decent offences. Um, my shoes have settled down really well um, since his, his trade to Texas. 10-4 and four on the year with a 388 ERA, but you really need to look at his most recent starts um, since the trade. Two wins from two games started um, in Texas. Uh, the Angels obviously got a win tonight. Um, still ridiculously unreliable. Atani Shohei, who has hit his 41st home run. Um, but as his start's been pushed back uh, this week with a little bit of arm fatigue, if he starts to, uh, to struggle a little bit down the stretch, if he just gets fatigued, effectively carrying this entire franchise on his shoulders, um, it's just going to spell dark it is for the Angels. 
I think we're seven weeks out now from the... Uh, seven weeks tonight will be the last day of the regular season. Uh, so it's kind of countdown time. Both these pitches, I think, can go well. Um, effectively, the total's high, um, but I would prefer a first five under, I think, um, because we know the Angels are very capable um, of their bullpen blowing up. They didn't blow up tonight, uh, which tells me they might blow up tomorrow. So cheers when Sandoval go well. First five under, Lanty. Yeah, I don't hate that either. Uh, Texas is actually struggling right now um, in the game. I think they're down one nothing. Yeah, they're but, down uh, one to nothing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but Texas they're on fire. I mean, like they they won nine of the last ten. Probably like the hottest team in baseball, along with um, with Seattle. I think Seattle's won like eight of their last ten. But um, they're returning home. You know, they're forty and twenty at home. They hit the ball really well there. They've covered seven of their last ten run lines. They've scored five plus runs in five of the last six home games. I got to look at Texas here, man. I can't trust it. I can't trust the Halos. I mean, it's, it's pretty much Otani or nothing. Uh, the younger guys were playing well um, early on, but it's kind of settled down and, you know, uh, they haven't been as effective. Sandoval, like you mentioned, he's he's fine. I mean, but the way that the offensive Texas is playing right now, I can't, tr- I can't trust him here. Um, Scherzer, like, he's locked in. I mean, one earned run on three hits. The run support's going to be there. I think they can absolutely blast um, the Angels tomorrow. So I'll go – uh, run line for Texas. I think they'll win somewhere between six to one, six to two. Uh, maybe they'll be up three zero uh, to get your under in on the first five. Like it, I'll take that. Um, Daryl saying the Raiders are winning by a touchdown. Is there um NFL preseason started tonight? Is it like yeah? Well, it started um it started actually Thursday. Yep. So this ah, is the first. Okay. This is the first week. Yep. Is the so when I finish this show in like fifteen minutes, will there be games for you to go and watch? Um, only one. This is the last. This is the last one right now. So we'll oh. catch probably. We'll catch probably the second half of it. Okay. Uh, I haven't done any NFL stuff yet. I'm so far behind. I've had the, obviously the Premier League's been going mad. We've had the Women's World Cup. Still grinding out the baseball. I entered the um, the SGP Gens League um, that Cody from the NASCAR show runs, and then the Guillotine League that Steve Shermer, the god of golf, uh, from the Golf Gambling Podcast. So I paid my fees, but I'm so far out the loop with my uh, with my NFL stuff. I'm gonna have to get across to the NFL fantasy podcast and binge. Uh, yeah, you'll probably win. Well. You'll probably win unless you know the better. You think that's how it works? Well, I mean, it it just depends, man. Like if you cram, like you just it, you might get you know bias, late late minute bias. But I mean, you go in with a fresh. Some people go in like that, and they just yeah know, yeah kind of just go cold and go in and pick and try to pick winners. Well, I think the what doesn't help is I always have to get up at like four o'clock in the morning to draft. Oh, yeah. So I have to get okay because these people refuse to pull the draft forward for me. Uh, so I have to get up and sort of draft through tired eyes and then wake yeah, up in the morning and think, Who, why have I drafted four kickers? Because uh, <laughs> I was half asleep. Um, 8 10 Eastern first pitch is the Seattle Mariners and the Kansas City Royals. Uh, we have Logan Gilbert going for Seattle and Brady Singer goes for Kansas City. Uh, minus 148 on Seattle. Uh, plus 124 on Kansas City. Total at nine. This was one of the more interesting games on the card, Lanty. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a tough game for me, uh, actually. And the lines weren't out whenever I was uh, doing my notes. So, I mean, Kansas City, they played Boston really well. I mean, they lost two game, two close games. Uh, they split with St. Louis. It was whatever, but they're obviously better than Kansas City is. Um, Seattle, just like I mentioned in the, um, in the Houston handicap, they – are really, really rolling. I mean, they had a tough four-game stretch where they went three and one, uh, and a loss came in extra innings by a single run. I don't know if you watched that game, but it was like 
Kirby threw a gym, no runs yeah. in the ninth. Like he was throwing a gym, he loses one nothing. But uh, I think Gilbert is, is going to be good here, man. He's incredible in, on the road lately. Two earned runs or less in six of his last seven road starts. He has a combined seven runs in those games, and he's allowed two or less um, against teams like Atlanta, Houston, Baltimore, good offenses. Um, and I th- Singer's been – he's been pretty good at, uh, at home especially. I mean, I'm going to go with Seattle and Gilbert here. I just think Seattle has a little bit more to offer offensively. Uh, they're pretty good on the road, uh, three games over 500. Kansas City struggles at home, little to no home field advantage. But it is – it did take me a while to, to, to get there because Kansas City has been playing – Really good baseball. They're one of the teams that's actually fighting and not going away, you know, like the Mets are. So yeah. I think you can. I think they're a viable underdog uh, when you, when they play that hard. The younger guys are playing well. Bobby Witt's playing really, really well. Um, but again, I think Seattle. They got a little bit more to play for. I want to say they are only maybe like four games back of of Tampa, four or five games back of Tampa. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I think Gilbert can get it done on the road here. So I'll lay it with Seattle. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's a the price is like right on the money. It's a really tempting price for that. We often say like the unit and a half play at minus one fifty, um, because oh yeah, that was uh, it was Felix Hernandez day yesterday, and it was a kind of a, a fitting a fitting tribute to uh, that we got a sort of ten innings of no run ball before Baltimore managed to uh, get one over the line. But Seattle are playing really really well lately. I know Blake Meyer from the. Uh, Baseball Money is Fake podcast. Um, he's a Seattle fan on the network and he's really, really talking Seattle up at the moment. Uh, but Brady Singer's been better lately and Kansas City are competitive as well. Um, I'm torn. I've got first five under written down because um, I just think both can go okay. And so I'll stick to my guns, but I do, I think Seattle just to the, the better team. Sometimes it's, it's as straightforward as you just take the better team. Let's just take Seattle at minus 150. Even though, um, I think the odds are right, but yeah, I, I think Seattle can, uh, can win. But I'll take the first five under as my official play. Yep. Yeah. 8.40 first pitches, the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Colorado Rockies. Um, officially TBD on Arizona. These last three games are all off the board, unfortunately. Um, TBD, I think it's Merrill Kelly. Yeah, um, that's what I, I seen him all day today. You got him and Chris Flexen going for Colorado. Yep. Uh, no lines. Merrill Kelly, nine and five uh, on the year, three or five ERA. So has had four games back from the IL now. Um, has given up zero, one, two, and three in those four games. So pretty reliable. I mean, he's one of the, he's a really proper steady Eddie, is Merrill Kelly. He's quite unspectacular. Um, but it's re- that is kind of what Arizona needs at the moment as well. However, he started five games in his career in Colorado since 2019. Uh, a 5.28 ERA uh, in those games. So it's obviously a, a unique environment and Kelly has struggled in there. Uh, Chris Flexen is 1-5 on the year. He has a 7.92 ERA. Now, I quite like Flexen. Um, I've sort of followed him for, for a couple of years. But lately, he's been absolutely terrible. 9-18 ERA in his last five starts. He gave up five against Oakland in his last home start. So they, that's kind of enough for me. This total will be high. This could be 11, 11 and a half maybe. But I'll still happily take the over. Uh, we can see a nice, we can see a 9-6 or an 8-7 or something here. Uh, plenty runs off these two, I think, Lunty. 
Yeah, uh, both teams, both of these teams are struggling. Uh, I mean, especially offensively, Arizona is one and nine in their last ten. Colorado three and seven in their last ten. Um, eight of the last ten that went under for Arizona. Six of the last ten under for Colorado. That's probably where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the first five under, uh, thinking that oh. Kelly and Flexen can, you know, kind of flex the muscles a little bit. Kelly is kind of concerning to me. Um, he left the game against the Dodgers. He was pitching really well. I don't know if you saw that. He was pitching really well. Um, he was shutting them out in six innings, and he got pulled with, for leg cramps. Uh, okay. So I'm not sure, you know, what's going on with that. Uh, obviously, I think he's going to start, or maybe that might, that might be why they snatched him off the board because something's going on. So that's something to yeah. monitor. But uh, I mean, he's pitching well, and, I, and like you said, flexing. He's you know he's not been bad. He's been getting up the home run a lot though. Uh, six home runs in his last three starts. Nine home runs in his last six. Um, he hasn't went over five innings in uh, in his last two starts. That's why I kind of want to stay within that first five under range because if he can go, Arizona's not hitting the ball well, so I'm not really worried about them taking him deep. Maybe once, if that. But I think both pitchers can keep the ball on the ground, uh, keep it in the park. So I like the first five under. I lean to Arizona because I think Arizona is only backable in two cases: when Kelly's on the mound and when Gallon's on the mound. Other than that, you got to fade him. I'm with you. Uh, Nine forty. Eastern first pitch, the Baltimore Orioles at the San Diego Padres. Grayson Rodriguez for Baltimore. TBD for the Padres. Think it's you, Darvish. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, off the board, Lonte, much on this one? Uh, not really, man. It's, this was actually a hard – I mean, any time Baltimore is playing a good team, it's kind of hard because, like, I think you mentioned it. Like, when they're in that little, like, plus 105 to, like, plus yeah. 120 pocket, they, they win most of those games. Um, they're really good on the road. Uh, I mean, they've dropped three of the last five, but they've struggled offensively just as of um, San Diego. Uh, Baltimore, two earns or fewer in three of the last four games. San Diego, rough, rough week for them. A uh, weekend, I'm sorry. They lost four or five. They had one or one or no runs in three of the last four games. So, I mean, if it is Darvish, he's pitched really well at home, obviously. But uh, it would be hard to do. I, I, I'm guessing that San Diego would be favored, maybe like 140. 135, 140 is what I'm thinking, um, but we'll see. Uh, if I gotta, if they're gonna be, if they're gonna give Baltimore, if they're gonna give me plus 130 with Baltimore plus or, or better, I'm probably gonna be on Baltimore. Um, yeah, I've got Baltimore written down. Again, sometimes I try and reverse engineer my instinct to see if there's something wrong with what I instinctively think. Um, and this was as simple as reliable starting pitcher with Rodriguez and a fairly reliable team against an unreliable starting pitcher in Darvish and a very unreliable team um, in the Padres. And I think Baltimore will be dogs. Um, um, so, yeah, I couldn't really get away from a reason to back Baltimore here. Um, so, yeah, that'll be my pick. Baltimore on the money line again. If the if the prices that you, uh, you're you suggesting are anywhere close, I'll be delighted to take Baltimore at sort of plus 125, maybe somewhere around that. Um, final game here is... Uh, 9.45 Eastern first pitch between the Tampa Bay Rays and the San Francisco Giants. Tyler Glasnow uh, going for Tampa Bay and San Francisco. It looks like Alex Wood, again, officially TBD with with no line. So, Lonte, Tampa Bay at San Francisco. Yeah, I probably just lean to Tampa Bay um, if Glasnow's on the mound, especially. Uh, he's just, like I said, he's been pitching really well. Two earned runs or less. Six of his last seven. Eight, K, eight plus Ks in six of those seven games. Um, Tampa, they're, I, I mean, they went through a spell where they were reeling for a bit. 
Um, and then they came back. They played well over the weekend, uh, 15 runs in the last two games. So offensively, they've been playing well. Um, they have won six of the last 10, 31 and 27 on the road. If they are a favorite here, which they might be if Glassnow's on the mound, maybe slightly yeah. favorite, um, they're like dominant as a favorite, 64 and 34. I mean, I would lean to to Tampa. They got to get some wins here. I mean, Seattle's on, you know, they're, they're closing in on that gap. So, like I said, I think those high-leverage games, you got to kind of back the team that's going to be playing for something. Because San Francisco, I don't think they're quite out of it. But, I mean, they're on the out, They're pretty much going to be on the outside looking in, I think. Tampa's got a little bit more to play for. That's not necessarily um, – that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win. But I think with Glass now on the mound, they're you know more equipped to be able to win this game on the road. Um. Yeah, Tampa have fallen into that category of being unreliable, which for a large part of the season they weren't. Um, you look at the bare numbers, then, yeah, there's still a lot of positive stuff. But at home, where they were an absolute wagon, I think they're 6-12 of their last 18 games at home. Um, I listened to the Tampa-Cleveland uh, uh, game. Uh, while I was in the bath, as per usual, I listened to a little bit of the radio call of the Tampa-Cleveland game for an hour earlier on. And they just struggled a little bit to put it together. They won their bullpen day yesterday. Um, really, and that was the one the one game in this series. You thought they might have struggled. And then they've right. gone out tonight. And right. Zach Eflin, who has been, uh, along with Glasnow, one of their two most reliable pitchers, just didn't have it at all tonight, Eflin. Uh, so the Tampa Bay bullpen has been worked over. Um, however, if there is a spot that you're kind of happy to take, Tampa, it's with Glasnow going... He's been really good lately. He won 65 ERA in his last five starts. Alex Wood's been bouncing around between the bullpen and starting. He either gets sort of long um, long opening starts, two or three uh, innings here and there. Um, but he's normally good for for two or three earned runs. So a decent glass now start uh, in Tampa Bay should have too much. Not a spectacular one, but yeah, they might win this five to three, uh, something along those lines. Um, and that, I think... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as the eight, nine games handicapped as best we could. We made some picks. It was pretty tricky. Um, Lonte, did you have a, did you, were you good enough to get a lock and a dog out of this? Uh, yeah, I can, let me see. I can make something shake with this. Uh, I'm going to go for, for the lock. I'm going to land, the, I'm landing 150 with, with Houston. Uh, I think that's, uh, I think that's a little bit too low. Um, Garrett probably get banged. He probably get banged around by the Houston offense. I mean, they're hitting lefties really well. I mentioned their offense and you know the the numbers behind them. I think they'll go in looking to rebound. They had a little. Uh, I guess they hit a little wall today offensively, but they'll be in a they'll be in a new city, and I think they'll get it done. I'll lay the one fifty as my lock with Houston uh, for my dog. They just put up numbers for uh, Texas and the Angels. Or oh, was that a, was that already up? Yeah, yeah, Texas minus one seventy five. Angels. Okay, plus so yeah, right. So for my dog, for my dog, I'm gonna take Texas on the run line minus one and a half. I think Scherzer and company can get it done. I mean, Angels in fade mode. I just don't think you can. I don't think you can back them right now. Uh, LS Otani's on the mound and he's not. So, got to be in fade mode. I think Texas can smash him here, six two, uh, seven three type of game. Um. Well, see, I didn't have. A huge amount of options here. Uh, my look right. kind of follows yours um, because we can both win. I'm going to take the over seven and a half in that Houston-Miami game. Yep. Uh, like you say, if, if Houston smashed Garrett around, as predicted, then I'm absolutely happy with that. And Valdez has given up a lot of runs um, and Miami are good at home. 
So yeah, plenty of runs in that one. That looks like a, that seven and a half is incredible price. Um, and for my dog, I mean, I've got no choice. It's an Oakland first five. I've only got one. <laughs> That's the only dog of the four anyway. Um, I'm just not into Mikolas at all. Like uh, minus two or five price against Miles Mikolas in this Cardinals team. It's just unworkable. We've seen Oakland do it plenty of times. They did it again tonight. They were leading after two five um, and then gave it away. But you can, they can score really. I think they had five runs through five tonight. Um, and that'll be more than enough to get that done. So, yeah, uh, I will take Oakland on the first five as my dog. Uh, Alonte, anything else you want to tell the people about before we go? Nah, man, I'm looking forward to this week. Hopefully we can keep it going, man. It's going to be, uh, I think, some good matchups coming up. So, like pitching matchups also. So, looking forward to the week. Hopefully you can get yeah, some definitely. rest, man. Sleep off some of that liquor you drink. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's been a long, old day, let me tell you. Uh and but I'll try and learn my lesson and I'll be better. I'll be better as the week goes on, boys. I promise. Um, thanks everyone who joined us. Do appreciate it. Uh, all the comments, everyone who's been in touch actually about the Premier League show. Um, it's been a big old weekend for the community. Um, and people have said lots of nice things and direct messaging and uh, retweeted and stuff like that. So I do appreciate it. And uh, we're going to win some baseball picks seven weeks tonight, regular season ends. That focused my mind a little bit. Uh, when I heard that earlier on. So um, we do appreciate everyone's input. Looking forward to picking some winners. Good luck with your bets. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. And until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.